0: Family is everything. It's also the hardest thing. As a parent, it's our job to do our best and bring our best. But sometimes we need help.
1: We want to add strength to your family, challenge you to grow, help when you get stuck, make you laugh, and encourage you to choose connection over the chaos. This is Coffee Kids and Crazy.
0: Welcome to Coffee Kids and Crazy. I'm so excited every time we're doing these. It's so much fun. I, I think Derek and I just laugh in between the takes. You don't actually get to hear any of that. And the funny things that we say, I mean, we could have an outtakes probably, but we, we are excited. It would be good. We are excited. good outtakes. Can you believe that spring is here?
1: I know. Although it's, it's like raining constantly, so it, it feels been... like California winter. Yes. Although there is some spring that There's... is happening. It's springing out. It's trying
0: when it's not covered in snow. Did you see that Mount Shasta, which those of you that don't know where Mount Shasta is in Redding area, um, Northern California, it is 70 inches of snow in 48 hours. Whoa. Isn't that insane? And then in Tahoe, like some lady was like the plow hit her car, but she was in it. And they don't know how long she was in it, but she was completely covered. Like they just, so it is spring. You mean
1: like her car was under yes, snow. so much and snow. a plow drove by, plowing and snow and hit a lady's car. Which then
0: they discovered her, and she's okay. She's okay. But wow. So it's spring and there's flowers trying to pop up yeah. fighting through six feet of snow <laughs> <laughs> is what's happening california so. can't make up its mind no, about weather we can't so we can't yeah, i mean there's the campfires the car fires now there's the abominable snowman is coming down and then flooding so jesus protects california yes. and all the other states but I don't know what's happening with our weather, but system. we live in California, we so do. really
1: protect California. Yes, <laughs> please.
0: <laughs> but we don't have any. We're like, we're just watching it. We don't. That's we're true. not encountering too it's much of it. Very mild here, so. but yeah, it's true. It's true. So, but yeah, there's our weather forecast for you for the <laughs> spring. In case you missed any of that on the news, we just thought we'd tell you.
1: Oh, yes. And it's funny because, like, I think two weeks ago, it Mm -hmm. snowed um, at our house. Oh, yeah, mine too. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. We're not too far from each other. And my daughter, who is only grown up in California and has only seen the snow when we drive an Uh, hour plus and take her to it. She was freaking out. She, like, in her pajamas, she put on she's boots. <laughs> she put the on gloves. The best day of
0: her life. Oh, gloves. <laughs> yes. I like that. So that's
1: the that's the scene. It's like a one-piece <laughs> pajama suit with gloves and boots. And she went outside and is like, because where all the snow ac- accumulated was on top of our car. Yes, ours too. So she's just playing with snow on, on the car. car. I was like, mm-hmm. this is so sad. But way to go. But
0: girl. way to have a memory yeah. is really yeah, what, yeah. what's happening. So, yes. you know, that's hey, crazy. it's all right. <laughs> yeah. So, let's talk about our. Um, I thought it'd be funny to talk about t- when you first started drinking coffee, just because yeah. we always talk about coffee.
1: Yeah. Wow. So I, my, coffee addiction really mm-hmm. started. That's, that's a good yeah, word that's what for it, it. Was well. What's funny is I started drinking coffee right around the same season that i like started following jesus so i think there's a correlation
0: was it like early bible reading and coffee
1: no i wish it oh. was it was like um for whatever reason me and all my friends thought it was really cool to go to there was a truck stop near my house oh like the only things uh-huh. near my house it was mm-hmm. like gas stations and a truck stop and i feel like, like we subway. almost grew up in
0: the same place yeah <laughs> there's
1: no, there's nothing and around. And a highway
0: with logging trucks.
1: A highway, <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> so it's like sitting at a truck stop right off the highway, and I don't know. We just hit this season of like, I we should we should start drinking coffee. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're sophisticated now. Um, but really, that looked like a, a really watered down cup of coffee from mm. a diner mm. that we filled with cream and sugar, sugar, and it tasted more like a milkshake than it did a coffee. A warm milkshake. That's what it was. Mm, that um, sounds... Disgusting. But, you know, then a few months later, I, like, fell in love with Jesus. So I think there's an interesting... Oh. I, I can't, like, I can't say that's biblical, mm-hmm. but um, it's definitely anecdotal, and <laughs> it felt real to me. <laughs> So that was it. But I was probably like 16, 17. And then I slowly like took more and more cream away and more and more sugar. away. You're purist now. Right. And I've now I've now arrived at pure black coffee. Mm. Third wave made really meticulously. <laughs> yes. I have so seen things have your, advanced
0: your coffee yeah. equipment.
1: Like my relationship with the Lord, things have yeah. just deepened and <laughs> they've advanced. So but what about you? Where, where did coffee start for you?
0: I think similar. I don't know that I did the diner coffee as much as I loved the um, gas station coffee that you push yeah. the button and you had to stop at a, like almost two-thirds of the way done. Otherwise, it would overflow. Do you remember oh, that? Yeah, because yeah, you push. You push and it. It would, it would keep, keep going. going. <laughs> so if you waited until it got to the full, you had overflowed yeah. your cup of coffee. Um, and it was like hazelnut or French vanilla or caramel. So again... It was kind of like...
1: I forgot about the flavored... All of that. Gas station so pretty
0: much it was a, a warm yes. milkshake as well back then. Um, I probably was close to the same age. I think I was maybe 15 um, when I first... Yeah. But then I really fell in love with uh, the Starbucks Frappuccinos. Yeah. That is that, that's like the icy one? Mm-hmm. It's okay. like It really is the milkshake version yeah. of coffee. Yes. Um, so that's that was my... Addiction of choice, and yeah. I don't. I think for a while, I I don't have no correlation to Jesus and coffee, unfortunately, yeah. except for it's what I do now in the morning. So <laughs> Jesus usually greets me yeah. in the mornings. And yeah, God knew what I needed. Yeah, it's it like to you're to gonna need you this through. cup of
1: coffee, <laughs> and then and then I'm gonna encounter your life. It's gonna be they're gonna it's go hand in hand amazing but do you you remember so Dairy Queen had these things called mulattes no I don't remember they were they were just like the Starbucks Mm. frappuccinos. so I never really got into the Frappuccinos but right after my like Mm -hmm. you know watered down diner diner coffee Mm -hmm. came the mulattes and that was like Becky and I were insane for those things that that started it all I think
0: Dairy Queen I just remember their dipped soft serve (gasps) ice cream yeah
1: which wow. I'm totally I, gonna go to Dairy Queen after this. I feel like that you've got that look in your eyes like, Oh, this is gonna go sorry, right, Becky. Yeah. I'm going I'm to the sorry. grocery store. I'm gonna get some like ice cream dipped in chocolates happening right away. I have to have it. That's funny.
0: So one of the fun things is we had a guest today. Yeah. And um she's a good friend of mine. So I just loved the interview that we had with her, which she had limited amount of time. So we interviewed her and kind of doing everything around that, but um, I loved what she talked about just in the story of one daughter and then the other daughter and, and the difference in the encounter yeah. um, and even probably a little bit of pain, I think. Right. Yeah. In expectations not being met. And um, so Amy's just a gem for me. She always has been. But And you guys go way back. You said. Way back. Yeah. I mean, technically, we were... Nursing our oldest together in the nursing mom's room at Bethel Church. Oh wow! But we, w- I mean, you kind of have this. At least for me, I'm also a relator on the um, strength finder, so I'm not like outgoing. Let me meet new people. Yeah. Um. So it's like, if you run out of diapers, it's a safe place to ask for another mm-hmm. diaper. Um. But I'm not like I just kind of keep to yourself. Wait for the service to be over so you can get home and put the baby <laughs> to bed. So- um, but Amy and I were in there together cause Madeline and Delaney are actually best friends oh, that's and amazing. they have been since, um, preschool. Wow. They went to preschool together. So that's, and then Lincoln is going to marry Evie, which is yeah, her. They're... Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: already arranged. I think it's going down.
0: I was laughing cause I watched a uh, Easter video we did mm-hmm. for Jesus culture and Lucy and Lincoln are sitting together and Lucy says, do you want to kiss? <laughs> uh, do you remember this? She looks at him and says, do you want to, because they have like bunny ears on. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's right. And he looks at her and he goes, I already have a girlfriend, (laughs) (laughs) which is Evie, which he has a photo of Evie that he just holds and tells me how much he misses.
1: You have a very handsome son. I do. So, you know, I'm sure it won't be the last time he has to say, you know what, I have a girlfriend.
0: (laughs) I have a girlfriend, which the great thing is Amy, you know, Evie comes from a great family, which you'll hear all about Amy's family um, later on. So. That's good. Yeah. Worked out. Yeah.
1: And she, yeah, she had such amazing stuff to say. And I, I love like my daughter's five right now. And, uh, and just this the journey of connecting with the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. is so key. So, um, she has such amazing insights for that and, yeah. and really practical stuff. which yes. is Awesome. Yes. You can take it and apply it and go try it this week. So
0: you're going to love it. Well, Derek, I'm so excited about a guest that we have. Yes because she is one of my closest and dearest friends. She is not only over all of the children's ministry at Bethel Church, but she is a mother of four beautiful girls. And she has done a phenomenal job of raising, I think, Amy, correct me if I'm wrong. Is it the largest employed department at Bethel Church? Is it your army force?
2: It was, but I believe we're in competition with a few other departments now.
0: Oh, well, you know, I always love a good competition. I'm sure you could raise the stakes. So anyways, we have invited Amy Gagneau to our podcast today, which I'm so excited about.
1: And discovered that she also has a Lucy, which is, you know, it's a good name. I have a Lucy. She has a Lucy. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, good. It's good.
2: Yeah, she's our our, uh, baby from the Lord
1: is she we did not
2: expect her or plan her so
1: she's your youngest
2: um she's she's our youngest and we're 42 so we did not expect to have any more children
1: (laughs) that's awesome my lucy is my oldest so they're on like the two ends of the of the uh, birth order spectrum but yeah lucy's awesome
0: it is funny i think amy you tried to get me to join you in that um the lord baby and i said but the lord says no (laughs) to no more babies for Brittany.
1: (laughs) I like to tie up the type of Well,
2: Britt, that's what I said too. So you,
0: I'm I'm not even going to entertain any more of that. We'll just jump into our questions. How about that?
2: Sounds great.
0: <laughs> All right. So um, this week we are talking about hosting the Holy Spirit in your home, and one of the reasons why I chose Amy to um, answer some questions is because I've seen her do a wonderful job with her own family, um, and she's got. I mean, you've got every age range. You've got a teenager and you've got what's about to be a toddler here. So, like, you, you're the cream of the crop of, as far as examples of hosting the Holy Spirit, I think. Um, and you are teaching young people that are working with you with these kids and families how to do this. So that's why I wanted to, to bring you in because I think you're just a fountain of wisdom. So thank you for all your hard work and doing a good job, Miss Amy. Are you ready? You're welcome. Are you ready for our first question? Shoot. Derek, do you want to ask it or do you want me to?
1: Yeah, no, this is great. Um, so talking about the Holy Spirit and, and kind of what that looks like practically, how do you teach your children to host the Holy Spirit in your daily life?
2: Well, um, honestly, it has to start in your posture and connection with the Lord. Um, it has to be authentic, it has to be real. So I would strongly start with having your own strong connection with the Lord and letting your children in on that journey, whether that is reading God's word, praying, worshiping, um, sharing testimonies with your kids, um, making declarations and prophesying with your kids.
1: Hmm.
2: Um, it has to look attractive and it has to look real. And not just, like, a wreck, if that makes any sense. So for our, for our kids, you know, every morning we start off with worship playing in our home. Like, that is a standard that we have. So when we rise, our hearts are in tune to giving God our attention, our thankfulness, our gratitude. Um, we read God's word in the morning at breakfast. We're not necessarily telling our children to do this, but we ourselves are modeling it as part of our lifestyle. When we sit at dinner, you know, we'll share testimonies of what God's doing and ask the kids, what happened today at school? What about your friends? Um, so it's not, it's not such a dry, dull thing. It's actually just a part of our everyday life. It's like the culture, you know. Yeah. You just bring them into your culture and your life.
1: Yeah, that's so good. And I I mean, since you do have all the way from uh, ranging from Lucy, your youngest, to a teenager, um, what what has that looked like? I mean, has there been moments just on this journey of we're, we're going after seeing our kids uh, encounter and walk with the Holy Spirit? And has there just been any like standout moments that even our listeners would go, you know, that's that's something I'd love to see happen in, in my kids, just moments that they've maybe had with the Holy Spirit or moments where the Lord's spoken to them, just those kind of practical ways that it has uh, manifested in the home.
2: Yeah, um, you know, we've started, fortunately, from day one with our kids just because of being at Bethel Church and the environment and a part of it which we're so grateful that we have that opportunity, but I just want to encourage any parents that may not have started from, from the beginning that it's possible at any point to get your child exposed to a relationship and encounter with God and his spirit. Um, But from two, my oldest, uh, she saw Jesus in person in her room with us while we're just hanging out. And so we had to kind of walk that through with her. That was something new for me. I didn't see anything mm-hmm. in the spirit ever. I still really haven't. But she did. And so I had to and my husband parent her and walk her through a journey that we're not necessarily familiar with encountering ourselves in the same way. So that was a that was a fun journey and exciting and also challenging, you know, when you're you can't connect. And relate personally, but you have to find people. So that was what we did. We found people that experienced, um, seeing, seeing Jesus or seeing angels or seeing things and asking them questions to help us walk our child through that. Um, we also had a child that didn't encounter God and it was a struggle and it didn't look like her sister. And that was really hard her to walk and she had to she had to fight the thoughts that it had to look like what her sister expressed and experienced um and we had a parent and just let her know that God moves differently <laughs> for people and yeah. you experience him differently and through that journey in our prayers of God please show up to this girl she's hungry for you and we know you will but um it also is scary to put that, that part of like that wavering moment of like, is God real? Cause I don't experience him. And then when she was nine, she had an encounter in worship with God. That was so real. It shook wow. her and she ended up, you know, crying, um, because it was the most powerful thing she's ever experienced. And then at that point she was marked and, um, that was like a huge rejoicing moment for us in our walk. Wow. So, and so even for you
1: guys, that process of we're going to keep leaning in, we're going to keep kind of, uh, you know, moving her in that direction. I think it's amazing to hear that because of even that drastic difference you guys experience in the home where one child's having maybe such a significant encounter and the other one's in that in that place of I'm not feeling anything or I'm not sensing anything which is something that um, you know my wife and I see with young people all the time when we're talking about encountering the Holy Spirit, and, and I don't feel anything, I'm not sensing anything, and there can be that discouragement. So even you touching on that, I think that is so key for so many people to hear, and, and just that testimony that as you guys leaned in, th- there was a moment. The Lord had a plan. he had There was a significant moment that he was going to encounter her in, in worship. So I think that's that's incredible.
2: It was. I mean, that was a yay God moment for us and a sigh of relief of like, how long is this going to last? You know, but we know God is faithful and we had to stand in that place, even in that tension of God, what if, and not go down that road, but stand in the, no God, you will, you will come. Which I love that you positioned yourself. Cause I think there's probably parents out there that are
0: even in their own walk, like you know, with having children that might encounter the Lord or, or just experience something different and the other ones don't and that tension and frustration. And so being able to parent both those different situations, I think was beautiful. Yeah. And your posture Massive. just showed hope, I think, for your child who wow. is, um, anxiously awaiting to have this common, bond with the rest of the family is really what I think she's longing for is to to be involved in something that feels attractive and, and fun and engaging and you know that you're all experiencing something and so th- to be able to parent her through that I think was, was just beautiful to hear and to partner with parents out there to keep, keep that hope for your kids yeah. when they need it so
2: yep it's that same tension of you know being in an environment where you're seeing healings everywhere but you yourself may need a healing too. And, you know, God asks us to rejoice with those (laughs) and be, you know, we need to, we need to get excited for those who are getting their breakthrough because ours is coming. It's just not, you know, in the moment, but it's coming. And so it is attention definitely. And, and you may see it from, one child to another, mm-hmm. but I, I think that that's a journey, even as adults, where we kind of look at other people and we're like, I want that, and I'm not getting that, right? But but yeah. leaning in is it is it is a part of our faith, it is, mm-hmm. it is so good.
0: So, another question I have for you, which I know I want to be respectful of your time. So, you are the children's minister extraordinaire. I have worked with you, I have um, been a mother alongside of you, so I know that you are. Your heart for families is massive, uh, just not even restricted to your own. It really is this this vision that I know that you have for healthy families, which we share this, so that's probably why we love each mm-hmm. other so much. <laughs> um, so as being in children's ministry and as a pastor, and you know I know Bethel's col- culture is just chasing after this things of the supernatural, how do you help parents who you know they put their kids in children's ministry and their kids encounter the Lord or or you're doing things that maybe they're not doing at home how are you encounter or encouraging parents to bring the Holy Spirit home with them so that their kids don't just have this encounter at church but not Mm necessarily at home what do you need from parents there how are you encouraging them
2: well I think um, a, a starting point would be what we do is tell the parents what their child experienced while with us So we're just we're sharing the testimony of, you know, whether their child saw Jesus in the room or prayed for a friend in the room and and they were healed or got a word from God and shared that with another child. And that word actually was a real significant meaning and word for the other child. Um, So it's a starting point is that face to face connection at the door with parents is always going to be there when you're having children in your ministry. So making sure you're taking that opportunity to share with them maybe what's happening with their child or if it's not, share with what's happening in that class that day so that they know that. Mm -hmm. I think that, sorry, I'm going to regress here. I think it is something that parents hope would happen. But when you actually tell them when something actually did happen, it shifts and changes um, an expectation and faith And so when you present, hey, God showed up in our room today and this is what it looked like with your children, then it almost gives them that next step in that ladder of faith of like, oh, my expectation now of God in my home has been raised because I know it's possible. And so that is a real great starting point. Um, Another area is we've had parents that are like, hey, my child wants to soak at home. I don't even know what soaking is. Can you explain that to me? Mm -hmm. And, you know, soaking for those listening that may not know, um, it's just putting worship music on and laying down and getting into the presence of God, um, letting you connect to him and letting him minister to you. Um, and so our children love to do this. So I told the parent, hey, why don't you let your child lead you as a parent in your home on how That's to nice. do this? <laughs> Ask them, what do you do when you soak? So what do you think about? What What music are you playing? What does the room look like? Um, so giving that child the place and space to lead their family into that place mm-hmm. is actually going to be a pure, beautiful moment. And God will show up for sure. So those are come mm. a couple things that come That's off you know, the top of my mind when I'm thinking about parents and giving them some, some pointers and and how to do this at home. That is wonderful.
0: Amy, you're a genius. I knew you would be so helpful (laughs) on this podcast. So just again, thank you so much for being willing to give us some of your time and your wisdom and really just encouraging parents to take the next step and um, being a great example for everybody out there.
2: Absolutely. Hey, can I pray for some families right now?
1: Yeah, that would be amazing. Please do.
2: Okay. So, Lord, I I pray right now for every parent or even future parent right now who has this expectation and hope and desire or even question of what does this look like and how can this happen? Father, we just pray, God, that you are good and you are faithful and you're going to show up in our families and our children. And, Lord, I pray right now for every child represented from the listeners, that you will encounter them and mark them. You'll come to them in their dreams. You'll come to them um, as they, they pray or as they are playing, Father God, and you will be a voice that is clear and loud to them, Father. Lord, I pray that their connection to you is not a moment, that their connection to you is eternal, that they know you forever. And Lord, I pray for wisdom. Holy Spirit, would you guide and counsel our parents in these moments when we don't know the answer or know what to do, would we present you and you? Would you be so kind to just, just speak and lead, Father? And I just pray grace. Parents, give yourself grace to know that every moment is just an opportunity to learn. And then if if it doesn't come, it's coming. So Lord, we just thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for your spirit. And I just bless every family in Jesus name. Amen.
1: Amy, that's amazing. Thank you so much. And um, and just to encourage you, when I hear you share, when I hear you talk about this stuff, I really feel like um you you release this simplicity that that as we are meant to be friends with God, that's exactly what our kids are supposed to walk in as well to know the Holy Spirit to be known by him um and and to be friends with God and so thank you so much for taking the time and just sharing um your your wisdom on this and yeah, it's such good stuff.
2: Thank you, Derek, and thanks, Brittany. You're my number one fan.
0: <laughs> well, I love you, I love right. you too thanks Amy.
1: Well, that was awesome. Um, just yes. so much wisdom from Amy. And, and again, I just loved, and we talked about this before, but I love that contrast between the two kids, the one who really mm-hmm. had the significant encounter, and the other one to go on that journey. Yeah. And um, I think it's just so relatable. I mean, that, that happens yeah. for so many adults that were going on this totally. journey. But just to hear the story even of the faithfulness of God mm-hmm. to come and encounter her yeah. other child in a, in a unique way and in a different way that becomes kind of her personal thing with the Lord. So I, I hope that encourages every listener, e- even yeah, maybe for themselves, but especially for their children, mm-hmm. um, and just encountering the Holy Spirit. Yeah.
0: And I think Amy's, um, just her, the thought behind, you know, being a Christian and what that looks like actively yeah, daily. Yeah. Um, and that it's not this boring Monday thing with this it's this passionate thing that you're pursuing and, and positioning. So again, all that she had to share, very practical, very helpful, um, and inspiring. And obviously her prayer for everyone just shows you that yeah. she's just the kindest woman ever. So yeah. thankful so that we're good. friends, but Hey,
1: she's, you should keep her around. I'm she's gonna, a good, that's a good friend. To
0: have. I'm going to keep her around for <laughs> sure. You know, I did want to tell everyone though, about your upcoming travel. Yes. And yes, um, yes, yes. I don't know, where are you going that's fun and exciting?
1: Yeah, so I have some uh, some really cool ones. So uh, Jesus Culture, we do a missions experience. Oh, yes. And, and so we have one that happens in Mexico, and mm-hmm. that's going to happen later this year in the summer. Uh, but actually, in April, I'm going to mm-hmm. be traveling uh, to Romania, which oh. is going to be amazing. It's been my first time over there. Um, and then I have a couple other cool things that are coming up. I'm going to do a worship school in Hawaii in oh, June. Oh, that's suffering for Jesus just right really, there. Just <laughs> really, really is, going, is going to the with desolate you? places. She's going to come as Oh, well. good. Because
0: yeah. I, otherwise I feel like that would be yeah, a marital sure. problem. That like... would be an
1: issue if I went to Hawaii without her. And it, we've never been. So it'd oh, be first time. even more. That would, mm-hmm. that would just draw a real Big divide problems. right there that mm-hmm. I couldn't come back from. I don't think. No. Um, and then another cool thing that Becky and I are going to be doing, um, in May, her and I are going to be speaking at a marriage conference up in Ooh. South Lake Tahoe, well, which is fun. awesome. It's yes. like the first time we're doing something like that, Together. but yeah. we do have 10 years under our belt and two hey. kids and winning know, a lot of battle scars. So <laughs> even we can better, tell some good stories. Even um, bad. But, but where yeah. can
0: they get all this information if we, they can't remember? Yeah.
1: So, I mean, people could jump on um, Instagram where I'm always trying to announce all that stuff, which is mm-hmm. Derek Johnson underscore. Oh. Got to add that little oh, okay. piece on there. Okay. Uh, but I also have a website, DerekJohnsonPage, P-A-G-E dot com. Don't forget the page. Don't forget the page because then there's, there's other Derek Johnsons out there. There are probably. I needed, I, my parents needed to give me a slightly weirder name if I wanted, if that you wanted to be unique. website exclusivity, but I don't have it. Like so. Julian? Julian, see, I set my I son mean, up. You did. He's ready. Julian Johnson. he's ready I for JulianJohnson. dot com. He wants it. It's you out should there. get okay. that I now. should get it now. Oh my gosh. Okay, we just amazing ideas are happening here. On I wish the you could see Derek's face. Just that he literally was very <laughs> real Real light bulbs are going off in my head right now. Um, uh, but yes, yeah, so DerekJohnsonpage.com dot com, and you can keep up with all the travel. And hopefully, I'll see some of you guys out there at. uh worship session or maybe at a marriage, a marriage conference yeah, who, knows? who knows the johnsons are doing new things They're so
0: taking the world by storm <laughs> yes <laughs> that's
1: awesome to jump in to our crazy mm-hmm. section of this wonderful podcast um just talking about uh the miraculous things happening yes, practically in yes. family um what's the what's the craziest miracle you've seen happen that your kids were a part of
0: well, I think that all of them being a part of would be our Disneyland story, which was pretty much, we won tickets to Disneyland, but it was only two instead of all yeah. of them. And, you know, I tried to encourage them to give them away. They didn't want to. We all voted. We ended up voting to give away. So one of the kids copped and to Ben and I's yeah. <laughs> heart. But, um, and then they were all crying. And then we got a message back that they actually were going to give us tickets um, to cover just about all of us and an extra day. So that was kind of a, a fun thing that the kids have all pointed back to. Yeah. Like, silly, just the other day, we were um, at the grocery store, and the grocery store doing, like, this raffle or, I don't know, some game if you buy certain yeah. things or whatever. And Adeline's like, we should play. And I was like, okay, if you want to. I'm like, I don't really care, you know. <laughs> I'm buying – I'm still going to buy toilet paper, you know. But I said, are you just wanting to play the game? She goes, no, I want to win like we did with Disneyland. Wow. And I was like, yeah, yeah. oh. And so Delaney goes, all we did was take a picture and pray. So while we're driving, Delaney takes a selfie of all of us. And then they prayed, Lord, give us something amazing. And it was just this funny thing that like that Disneyland in- encounter and walking through that with them yeah. still has translated. And that was a couple of years That's ago. amazing. And, um, they're older now and, and Lincoln he remembers the trip. He doesn't remember yeah. all the rest of it, but that was probably something that just happened that was fun to have them remember and pull yeah. on. And, and they've had moments where they've prayed for people and they get, um, healed or, you know, they, it's fifty percent better, different yeah. things like that. Um, you know, I love one of the things that J.C. does is the older kids. So Adeline will go out and pray during worship. Yeah. And she'll tell me testimonies that happened at Kids Church. So it's just super fun, Yeah, the culture that they're um, just being invited into and, you know, that prayer and believing that healing is possible. Yeah. So there's lots of little ones, but I think the Disneyland one was the funnest, just especially because, you know, they've got this posture of great things happen when we pray and we, you know, believe. So Yeah.
1: Oh, that's well, awesome. What
0: about Lucy or Julian? Yeah. Is Julian yeah. speaking I mean, in tongues yet?
1: <laughs> he just wakes up every morning and prays. Yes. You know, yeah. He's
0: got the Louie rock.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I th- I think um, just particularly like walking out of faith journey um, in our family. One of the coolest things was was really the miracle of Julian mm-hmm. and, and us getting pregnant with him. And um, And I think we've talked about this before, but for anyone who wouldn't know we had um we had our our daughter lucy um zero <laughs> zero issues got pregnant yeah. very easily with our mm-hmm. with our first child and then uh when we were trying to get pregnant the second time we went through like a two and a half almost three year period where yeah. we couldn't get pregnant and and so man that was like one of the hardest processes that my wife and i ever walked through um spiritually and emotionally mm-hmm. all those things um but at the same time it it caused us to go v- significantly deeper with the Lord, yeah. even in our own prayer life and, and what that looked like. And, and what's that journey look like when you're praying for things mm-hmm. and you're believing for things and they don't exactly happen yeah. the way or in the time that right. you want or expect and, and walking that whole thing out. So for us walking that out, but more importantly, that we walked that out with Lucy, mm-hmm. who in the very beginning of this saying was about three years old. Yeah. Um, And so it became a very normal thing in our house that we would pray over mommy's tummy Mm -hmm. every night that that she'd be pregnant. And that she just joined us on that journey. And so all the way up to the point of, you know, mom's pregnant. Now mom's showing. Now, you know, here's baby
0: brother. (laughs) Mom's about to pop. (laughs) Yeah. Baby's on the way.
1: And now here's baby brother. Just walking out that, that that miracle journey and more importantly that I, I know something is deeply ingrained in Lucy now yeah. that she knows okay. whether it, whether it feels easy or not, like when we commit to mm-hmm. pray and believe in the promises God's given us, yeah, he's going to come through. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it's, and it's funny because like you're saying with the Disney thing and how yeah. it, and it, it translates into all these other things. Totally, It's like that has now followed her to like, uh, Jesus, I pray that this LOL doll I'm about to open is is the ultra rare <laughs> yes, one. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then legitimately, like it will be. It it those things happen, mm-hmm. and I love. I think it's just God's way of continuing to build faith and, mm-hmm. and prayer in our kids. And, um So just, but again, I think even to encourage um, parents, it's like, I think sometimes we we try to not invite our kids into the struggle or the reality. Uh,
0: yes, because of the pain that might happen. Yeah.
1: And it was like for us, I'm like uh, legitimately, you know, I'm I'm 31. Mm -hmm. Like that was the hardest season Season, I've ever walked through. But to not like, of course, we didn't we didn't open up the whole process with our with our three and four year old. But to allow her in in some of that and let her walk it out Mm -hmm. with Jesus with us was I I think that will um, Mm -hmm. mark her life. So I thought it was so cool, that process. And I remember it up.
0: Christmas announcements or something because our kids get recruited for Jesus culture announcements. Yeah, um, yeah. They're, they're just just the kids that are known, I think, yeah. and staff kids. That's yeah. kind of how that rolls. <laughs> um, you but kids. let's get them on Yeah, the yeah. On. Let's we'll feed them chicken nuggets. Yes. Um, and do video announcements. But I remember Lucy when they said, "What do you want for Christmas?" Lincoln's like, "I want Legos. I want presents." And Lucy goes, "I want a baby brother." Like oh. I still remember yeah. Lucy declaring that you know that's all i want for christmas which just shows the the posture in all your hearts you know to to long for something and to contend together which i think is beautiful yeah so if you're out there and you're new to this i guess i would just encourage you to start somewhere small you know just turn your prayer time into at bedtime soaking um get them to pray for you like i remember Addie would be like can i pray for you now and i'm like Course, you know, just challenge them in little things, which will challenge you in a big way. So, um, again, if you're not doing that, I would just encourage you to go for it. So thank you so much for joining us on this month's podcast because we had a lot of fun with Amy and, um, yeah. So hopefully you guys are doing amazing and have a great spring. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard and want more resources, make sure you check out the LovingOnPurpose.com website along with JesusCulture.com. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard and want more resources, make sure you check out the LovingOnPurpose.com website along with JesusCulture.com.